0: Welcome once again, we're going to start off in uh, Psalms 107 and 1, get us kicked off this morning. Give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Bow with me, please. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity to get into your word today, Father. I ask you to just take myself out of the way. Just let your true message shine through Father. Just let our hearts and minds be open, Father, to receive. And we ask this in the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. So uh hard to believe that Thanksgiving is right around the corner. It's uh been a, a crazy year and it's just with the weather and the condition and everything. It just doesn't seem like it's it's that time of year already, but it it here it is. And uh as the calendar dictates, this is the time of year we talk about Thanksgiving and how what God has to say about Thanksgiving. You know, it's uh It's funny that wisdom only comes in time, that we don't have all these things that we actually have to to learn this stuff. It'd be nice if we had all of it right up front, but as time goes on and we put more and more of the pieces of God's word together, we see that bigger picture. And with God, everything is connected. You know, we can pray, but we have to have faith with our prayers for it to work, we have to believe that God is who he says he is. That he is going to do what he says he's going to do. We have to believe with all of our hearts that when we ask God for something, that he is going to come through. God has many different things and is so connected each little piece has to come together. And the more and more we learn about all these different pieces and how to bring them together, our relationship with him can be so much stronger and our needs can be met so much more. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 15. See that none render evil for evils to any man. But ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men, rejoicing evermore. Pray without ceasing and giving in everything. Give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. We see that we see pray without ceasing and then when everything give thanks. It's been a crazy year, crazy times. And I believe that it is our faults Because we have been foolish. That we have not educated ourselves with the Word of God. That we have not seek Him. That in fact we have let Satan... Push him away, and we have just stood by and accepted it. That little by little, we just have kept allowing him in more and more and more, and allowing him to virtually take over. See, it's taken these events of this year to really showcase the evil that's in the world. The showcase. What Satan is truly doing. God has been telling us. Since the beginning. That he has been there. That he is the enemy. He is the liar. He is the deceiver. But our eyes have not been open to it. With a little bit of programming. With allowing it. Little by little. We've come to accept it. As the norm. But Satan wants to take. Everything. That God has made. Everything that God tells us. He wants to take all of these things and he wants to make it look unimportant. He wants to make God look foolish. He wants it to make where it doesn't matter. Because these things are all good for us. It's good for our relationship with God. It's how we have an abundance and happy life. That's the goal of each and every person It's just to be happy. And all of us have different things that make us happy. But without having that core of God, without being washed in the blood of Jesus, it's all meaningless. Because that is the glue. That is the fabric that holds everything together. And without having Jesus in your heart, you cannot truly be happy with anything. And we see that today, that no matter how much someone has, they want more. We see now that for for power and for money, that people are willing to go to extreme lengths. That they're willing to throw away the foundation of what a country was built on. A foundation of God. They're willing to throw away. Our freedoms and our liberties. They're willing to sacrifice. People. In the pursuit. Of. Power and money. We do not know how to be. Thankful. You know. We might look at the Word of God and we see the scriptures that say that God is a a jealous God. That God tells us to give thanks for everything. And we think about, well, it's all about Him. And this is where wisdom comes in. Because it tells us that it is not about Him. God is telling us these things because it's for us. We have to be thankful in all things. There is no other God but God Himself. God our Heavenly Father. And we put so many things in front of Him. So many things in front of the fabric and the glue that hold everything together. The source of our joy. The source of our provision. And we put idols. False gods. People. In front of Him. All these things are obstacles in our way. Of having a true relationship with God. And that path to abundance. That path to joy and happiness. We are not thankful. So many times we have things... That happened to us and I can go through the word and there's countless verses talking about being thankful. There's songs that tell them to praise him in the storm. And it's all these things, this hard times that we should be thanking him for. And that doesn't make sense. You know, how is it that we should be praising God when we don't feel happy? That we don't feel content? That we don't feel the way we want to feel? You know, after all, if someone comes along and they step on your toe, you don't tell them thank you. You say, excuse me, watch where you're going. Because we don't like the pain. We don't like the way it makes us feel. Well, it goes back to feelings and how they are unimportant, And how they drive us and are taking us away from our goal, which is God. Well, see, with God, it's a whole different ordeal. You know, He could clear every roadblock in front of us. He could take away everything that gets in front of us and make life just smooth sailing. But then, we would never recognize it as being Him. We would never have a need. Because for most of us, we don't really get serious about it. We don't really have them real hard prayer sessions until things start going bad. When we've tried to do everything else ourselves, and then our last resort is to turn to God. And so many times in our life, God does these amazing, amazing things. And we don't give him the credit for it. We think, I, I did it. We have these politicians and leaders and they stand up and they say all these things that they are going to do. And not once, not once do they ever say Praise God. Because no matter how grand you think you are, no matter what your ability, what your skill set, no matter what your economical status, no matter where you are in life, you cannot be there without God. I believe he's allowing us to go through this year that we're enduring everything that we're enduring because our eyes are closed. Because we are not seeing what's truly happening. We are not seeing Satan. And we have to resort to grand terms. Has have to see it in high definition so we can even begin to question. We even to begin to say, oh, maybe that's not right. Because we have been going for so long, reducing our morals, reducing God's word into nothing to where we don't even see it anymore. We have to be thankful. Everything that we go through has purpose. We see Paul and he went through this transformation and as he goes through his ministry, he has all these things that happened to him. He's stoned, he's shipwrecked, he's imprisoned. All for the Lord. These were necessary things. So we could see that struggle. Because it's not going to be easy. Any time that you go against. What the world deems to be normal. Any time that you go against. The masses. Any time that you're different. Any time that you have. A positive cause, A godly cause. Because. We're taking something. We're taking the power of heaven. We're bringing it here to this sinful world. And God is a light. And it glows. And it shines. And it's different. Because sin is dark. And it is gloomy. And it is scary. And it is fearful. So when you have God. And you're putting that out there in the world. You look so different. And what do we do when things are different, we put it down, and we destroy it. People point their fingers and they call out names, and they accuse people of things. And you know it is scientifically proven that. When someone comes against someone, that that person has done nothing wrong. The things that they falsely accuse is the things that that person that is accusing has done, is done, or will done. You don't get the idea from nowhere. Projection is the... Easiest form of confession. Remember, no matter how you believe, you can denounce God, you can say He's not real, you can not believe, you can choose to not have anything to do with Him. That doesn't change the fact that God is real. That does not change the fact that God created each and every one of us. That we have God DNA in us. We are made in His image. So, when we devolve ourselves into sins, we have the word etched on our hearts. And no matter how hard we want to try to be bad, no matter how much we want to let sin run rapid, that etching is always there. And it's going to keep trying to come forward. So when we point the finger at someone else, And we accuse them of wicked things, it's a form of confession. We put people down, we make up excuses because we're not happy. It is a choice. There's no magic formula to being happy. There's people with millions of dollars that are not happy. That's why we see celebrities take their lives. Because even though they have everything, they're still missing something. And yet, there are people that have very... Meager existences. They don't have a bunch of stuff. But yet, they are perfectly content. It's all a state of mind. How are we going to be successful with more if we're not happy with what we have now? We don't even try anymore. We don't even try to be content. We have this thing too where we don't even focus on ourselves. You know, there was a time when people simply just minded their own business. That if it didn't involve you, then You didn't have nothing to do with it. And that practice works great. Because we are not the supreme rulers here. No man should be telling, or woman, someone else how they are doing something wrong or why. We can pray for them. We can reflect positively in our own lives. But we need to make sure that we are doing it right ourselves. We have this thing now where it has became trendy that if someone uh, sees something that they don't like, And it doesn't have to be anything illegal. It doesn't have to be anything wrong. It just has to be something that they don't like. Something they don't agree with. They become offended. They have all kind of little cute names they're calling these people. Karens and whatnot. And they want to make a scene. They want to call the police. On these frivolous things. It's Nothing. All because they don't like the way it makes them feel. Why can't we be content with managing our own lives? We're seeing now a breakdown in the family structure, we're seeing a breakdown in the role of men in our society. We're seeing a breakdown of the church. And we're all allowing this to happen. So if we're breaking down the fabric which is God. The fabric which holds everything together. Why are we concerned with such minute things? Things that doesn't matter. You know, these protests and demonstrations. You know, if it was a, a group of, of Christians, Bible-believing Christians, and they was protesting to get their churches reopened. Because out in California, they're still closed. If they were doing that, you know... That would, that would make sense because they have a common goal. They are all involved. They are taking something that they are actively involved in. That makes sense. But yet, if we look at the past things, and we look at a, a Black Lives Matter protest, you look out in the crowd, what do we see? We see a bunch of young people... People not of color. People that's not been involved in any way, shape, or form. That has nothing to do with them. Do you know that the people that, the majority that push for abortions... Are not people that's had them. It's people that haven't. But they want to make sure they have the opportunity. Or they want to make sure that they're speaking up for rights. Even though that they're personally haven't had anything done to them. fight it with for immigration, but it's not the immigrants that are standing up, it's everyone else. We have no direction. Instead of trying to fix what is wrong in our own lives, and we all have that, we want to be part of something else. We have no order. We have no management. We have this crazy election that's still going on. Despite what the media says, it's still going on. And we have a man that is hated. And I don't use that word lightly, but he's hated because he was different. He stands with God. And he poses a threat to the dark side. He throws a threat to Satan and all of his little minions that's underneath him. He throws us a threat to their power, their money. And they've said all these things why he's so bad. But yet, none of it's true. No one has lost any freedoms, no one has lost anything. we've dealt with this this virus and no matter who was in charge no matter who was there and what decision was made lives still would be lost because we lose them each and every day it's not about how you go You know, God is still in control. He knows us when we're in the womb. He knows the number of every hair on our head. He knows exactly how many days that we have on this earth. He knows how we are going to use them. And He knows where we are going to spend eternity. So, deaths are not due to one person. When we find something that's different, we want to turn against it. And see, we have that little thing, you know, inside of us. You know, the words is etched on our hearts. We have that, that Holy Spirit in there. And uh, even though that we want to side with the world, we want to do these worldly things, we want to be part of the masses, we want to belong to that group, it's still working on us. And see, when we have people like that, that's standing up and doing something different and working for God, it makes us feel bad. We feel that condemnation. That's what happens to to preachers. You know, if they want to stand up here and speak the truth, then there's going to be times that people are not going to like them. They're going to walk out, they're going to go to a different church, they're going to turn off the podcast, they're going to quit listening. Because they don't like what, how the truth sounds. They don't like that realization that they're wrong. Because nobody likes to be wrong. They don't like that realization that they need to change. They want to be just how they are right now. We want to be happy and we want to feel good. That's why we, we do all these different things. You don't jump off the side of a bridge with a, a bungee cord hooked to your ankles for fun. You do it for the adrenaline. You do it to feel something different. You don't take recreational drugs because it's for your health, it's to make you feel something different. We don't get drunk on alcohol. For the municipal effects is to feel something different. We don't tear people down for no reason is to feel something different. We have all these things in the world that we're trying to feel a void that only Jesus can feel. Only Jesus. We need to be thankful. We need to be thankful that he is opening our eyes. And I am starting to see it. I'm starting to see more and more people stand up and say, hey, this isn't right. I'm seeing more and more people start to to post more and more things about God. They're starting to look at the world and look at the word and say, whoa, wait a second. This is the way things should be. This is the way things shouldn't be. We have to start drawing lines in the sand. We have to start making stands. We only have this this one life. And we see now, there is so many... Lost souls. There is so many people. That is so wrapped up in this world. That they don't see nothing else. There is no God in them. And they have nowhere to turn. Because we as as churches. As Christians. Right now we are weak. Not because we don't have the power. We have the power of God. Jesus Has given us everything that he has, but we are not using it. A sword is no good if you keep it in the case, in the sheath. A weapon is no good, locked in a safe. We have all these things, but we don't use them. We are not showing God in our lives. We have to be thankful. Thankful that He is showing us. Thankful when our eyes are open. And we have to pray. And we have to have faith. We as Christians. We as believers. We can make a turnaround. And we are not the majority. Heaven is not going to be overcrowded. We can look at the world and see the fruits of that. We can see the fruits that people are producing right now. We can see what the world is producing as a whole. And it is not godly. But we may not be able to save them all. Jesus even said if they won't listen, move on. But we can save some. We have to come together as believers. We have to be thankful for where we're at you know i used to always dislike the expression it could be worse never liked it it would drive me crazy because here i am i'm going through a situation i got a problem right now and i'm trying to deal with that and i don't want to hear about how it can be worse because i want to self-wallow in my own pity i want to feel sorry for myself And I just want to be down, you know, we we kind of like that sometimes, you know, we just want to just kind of grovel in our own anger and our sadness, you know, we're just going to just deal with these feelings. But the truth is that it can be worse. And we just don't want to hear that because we want to feel sorry for ourselves and we want to just just waller in that, but it can always be worse. Here it is right now we are able to to sit here, we are able to worship freely. That's not the case everywhere. We might wake up and hurt, and things may not be as the way we want them to be, but at least we can get up and go at least we still have. Breath in our lungs. We may not live in the nicest house, but at least there's a roof over your head. We may not have a lot of money, but at least there's food on the table. If we don't have nothing else, if life has been nothing but turmoil from the very beginning, There is one thing you can be thankful for, and that is Jesus Christ. God sent His only begotten Son so we can have eternal life. This world is temporary. And no matter what we encounter and what we do, we always have that next step. One day we will be in paradise with Jesus. We have His love. If you're all alone in the world, you're not. Because Jesus is with you. That is something to be thankful for. The world is trying to tear down. Because we, we have to have things that we can focus on. You know, we only, we only think about being thankful on Thanksgiving. Because, you know, we have to have that reminder. It's just like it takes Christmas and Easter to make us think about Jesus. We have to have them reminders. But now, you know, it's been tearing it down for a while. Little by little. We talked about it last week, this pre-programming. Little by little. You know, we took and we sandwiched Thanksgiving between the big holiday of Christmas and, and Halloween. Halloween is such a big ordeal, this and that's a subject for a whole other time. But we have such a big thing. We have all the decorations and and the and the rigmarole. And then the next thing you know, we're moving that out, and we're putting up the Christmas trees, and we're there. And the only thing we focus on around Thanksgiving is we have that meal, and then we got to do all that shopping. But now, they're even trying to take that away this year. Trying to limit people, making it uncomfortable, wearing masks in your homes, and and doing all these things to break down the one time we start thinking about being thankful. And we see from the the text today, God wants us to be thankful in everything that we do. Satan says no. No. Because it's a breakdown in our relationship with Him. And even though there's so many times that we've gone through these, these bad, bad things. I will challenge you this week, as you think back. What positive did come from it? You know, a, we have all these different things that we do. And there's always something that made us stronger, it made us better, it made us change directions in life. And these are the things that we can be thankful for. And also, be thankful that when we're in these moments of panic... We've tried everything else when we turn to God as our last resort. Be thankful for that too. Because if you weren't in that situation right then, would you be on your knees praying to God, asking for His intervention? We go through a lot. And I wonder sometimes how much of it could God take off of us if we were more aligned with Him, if we were more thankful. If He didn't have to allow us to go through all of this garbage to come running back to Him. If we could just be proactive. If we could just appreciate Him for who He is and what He does. If we could just love Him in just a fraction of a way that He loves us. Bow with me. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity today to get into your word, Father. We, Father, we just ask that we can have a change of heart. That for so long we have been so selfish. That we're always worried about what happens with us. And we have so much focus on ourselves and what we can do and how we're going to do it. That we just take you out of it, Father. We ask that we have a change of heart for that. That we can have more of a heart of thanksgiving. That we can be thankful for you and our lives father for the people in our lives and what we have and a sense of contentment with what we have father that we can have positive ambitions without being destructive of the point we're in life right now and father i know that there are many people that's on the verge of a change a change of heart a change of condition that there's something missing in their lives, Father. And I ask today that that realization will come through. That you are what's missing. We thank you for this. And ask this in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen.